Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Okay, okay, welcome, welcome. We're going to be doing another episode, Night Watch, special guest, my brother, Killian. How are you doing? Hey, how's it going, man? Doing good, doing good. How are you feeling? Uh, feeling good. Just, uh, you know, ready to talk about uh, this great uh, double feature we did. Yeah, yeah. So, just for a little feedback on it, um, we, we talked a lot about... Um, different ideas for horror movies and we were talking about horror movies and you came up with the great idea to do uh, a double feature with John Carpenter's The Thing from 1982 and then the thing that was made in 2011 I believe yes yeah so which of course was a prequel um, to the original movie so you had the great idea for us to um, kind of watch them back to back, and um, I just figured we talk about it real quick. Definitely, definitely. Um, first off, just full disclosure, uh, I'm such a big fan of the original uh, John Carpenter's The Thing. I just think it's a masterpiece, um, just great sci-fi horror. And, um, you know, we started with the the prequel of course because that's that's the one that starts with the story beforehand and as we were watching it you know i'm i'm thinking to myself man they they did a pretty good job yeah yeah i I mean you know they they really took the time to set up the story you could tell they paid a lot of attention to the 1982 movie as far as just little story points and I think they really, really crafted a story. It, it was about as good as it could get, I think, as far as the story. Definitely, definitely. And, and, and the, the, the care and detail in it. I mean, you know, they had whole shots, like, lining up with what, you know, uh, John Carpenter had did. Right. You know, for continuity. Um, <laughs> so they, they, they definitely didn't phone it in. Right, right, right. Yeah, absolutely. They they didn't think, well, we're just going to do a movie, we're going to slap the title, The Thing, on it, and just, you know, just see what happens. You know, throw something at the wall and see if it sticks, you know? But the cast... If, 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 only, so, so if only other movies did the same thing. <laughs> yeah, good point, good point. Especially in the horror genre, you know? I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, a lot, a lot of movies are just a dime a dozen. But what I was going to say is... Um, you know, you had you had a pretty solid cast um, in the movie. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I think. And, Go ahead. Oh, and I was gonna say, you know, and on top of that, you know, they kind of they kind of threw a little swerve at us, where you know you had the uh, American helicopter pilots, and you're thinking, okay, is one of these guys going to be the Kurt Russell character in the prequel? Oh yeah, and good point. Good point. I, I'm I'm so glad they took a different avenue and said, no, we're gonna have a female protagonist. Yeah, and she's gonna be you know our avatar for this adventure. Right, right. Yeah, and that was that was um, uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yes. Who 
I you know I really I think she does an amazing job. I think I think um, I think the first time I really paid attention to her I think was Final Destination three, um, and uh, yeah I thought she did a really good job in this movie. There were some scenes I remember when we were watching it. Um, a lot of her acting was was also physical too. You know, there was a couple scenes where, especially when they were doing the 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 blood test, her eyes oh, yeah. her eyes did a lot of talking. Yeah, yeah, and 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 the way that you know she portrayed um, the, her character and it was just so smart, intelligent, and. You know, it's, it's like, you know, you guys hired me to come on this expedition. I didn't ask to come. You you came to me, so obviously, you know I know what I'm talking about. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like that, that relationship that, that she had with the, the lead guy, the lead uh, science, scientist guy. Um, yeah, you, you could tell that that was kind of the, the vibe that she was kind of giving off. It's like, hey, man, you, you, you came to me. You needed me, and now I'm I'm jumping on this train. You know, stay out of my way. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and then of course you had, um, you know, the the other actors that were playing the Norwegian characters, and I thought they did a good job, man. They, and they really gave you a sense how it was going to dovetail right up to the original movie. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you, you know, it's funny. The the one thing I will say is. Unlike uh, John Carpenter's uh, uh, movie, this one, you know, it's like they have a lot of Nor- Norwegians there in their camp, and you don't really get to know them too long because they're not going to be living much longer. Right, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, they're a bunch of red shirts. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, yeah. Right, right. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, and and so those are some of the the good things about it i think they respected the source material i think they understood that there's a lot of lot of fans of john carpenter's the thing so you can tell that they weren't phoning it in just like you said but now to get to the part or at least to me the one glaring um issue was unfortunately the creature itself um i felt as though the effects that they were using, you know, using the computer-generated effects, it really, it just didn't look, not only did it not look real, but it just looked kind of fake, which is really interesting saying, because obviously John Carpenter's movie is, you know, it's 40 years old, and those were practical effects, you know, and to think that those those effects looked more realistic than what you could make with a computer really shows the craftsmanship, you know, in the original movie. Yeah, I mean, you know, those those guys, you know, uh, the, the original, you know, masters of horror and, and makeup and effects, you know, it was like a labor of love for those guys. And, you know, I, I knew we were going to get to this part <laughs> right. about the prequel. And, you know, I got to say, for me, the biggest the biggest issue I had with it were the special effects. But in particular, the final sequence with, I guess, the thing in its final form. Yeah. Um, you know, and to me, it was just, you know, I, I guess prior to that, you saw the thing kind of dark darkly lit areas and it's like okay that's kind of passing 
but the final fight, you know, it's like just tentacles and claws and then literally hanging in the center of this thing is like a human face that looks like it's floating. Yeah, <laughs> right. And, and yeah, I see this and it's like the face is looking like it's saying, <laughs> you know, I, and I'm sitting here laughing like, come on. Right, right, right. Yeah, it was it was pretty ridiculous looking, you know. And unfortunately, I you know I watched um, I watched some of the special features on it. Of course, I'm just a fan of of um, you know the mythology, anyways. But with this movie, I guess originally they were going to use practical effects, and something happened. I don't know if it was studio interference or what have you, but they kind of changed up on it and decided to go with the computer generated effects, which obviously. You know, maybe they had their hands tied behind their back. The director, you know, he definitely seemed to have the right heart as far as trying to make this movie comparable to the original. And he knew that practical effects were going to be the way to go. But I guess I guess they were just, uh, you know, hamstrung into using computer generated effects. And it just it just didn't it just didn't it didn't work for me. You know, there were a couple of scenes where the creature was was okay. you know, usually when it was kind of a, a quick a quick scene you know or a certain camera angle but other than that it just looked really really fake yeah, yeah. unfortunately um so yeah that's my glaring issue with it did you did you have any other issues with it other than that um you know uh and this might be a nitpick but there were some scenes where it's kind of like <laughs> the thing was like a little too excited to absorb humans and it didn't know when to like just hey you might want to wait you might want to be a little stealthy and um some sometimes when i guess the writing called for okay well we want you to absorb this human fast the thing was able to do it fast and then other times like oh well we want to be able to give the protagonist a chance to escape so you're going to do it slow Right, right, and, right. Yeah, and, you know, and, and once again, it's it's, it's it's a nitpick, but it's just something that I noticed that, you know, like, okay, like, why can't you absorb this fast all the time? Right, right, right. No, no, you're right. I agree with that. I agree with it. Um, so then, of course, you know, the great part about the movie is, is the ending. You know, when you get to the end and the credits are rolling, it it really ties it off to the next movie because you see... Um, Lars get into that helicopter trying to chase the dog yes and I remember when I saw it in the theater the first time and you know the the, the screen had kind of gone black before that and then the credits started to roll and people were thinking oh you know it was alright you know whatever I liked it but then all of a sudden you saw that scene I'm like wait a minute and the dog is running away from the camp in the snow and I'm like are you kidding me and <laughs> you know and um they did a couple of shots that were they looked directly like it was from the original movie when he was aiming at the dog shooting um yep. so i thought it ended really great you know and and it made made for a nice little transition for this double feature but of course now to get to the main course <laughs> you know what we had been really waiting for was was of course john carpenter's the thing from 1982 Starring Kurt Russell, um, you know what? Jeez, man, I, what 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 can you say about this movie? It's just, it's just great. I mean, it, it, it's just a classic. I mean, it's it's got action, horror, 
comedy, suspense. Mm-hmm. And I mean, literally, they're all in there. You know, it's, it's, it's like a perfect gumbo. Yeah. And you got all the flavors in there. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's funny because, again, with the 2011 movie, the prequel, I liked it. And I thought it was good. But I'm going to tell you something, man. Once we got into the original, or I should say the John Carpenter movie, because, because of course, the John Carpenter movie is a remake um, from the thing from Another World from back in the 50s. But when we got to John Carpenter's movie... It just, I could just already see the elevation just in the first couple of minutes. You know, the the elevation of the craft, the elevation of the movie, the story, and everything. And not only that, but I think we were talking about this before, is when stuff was happening, and even, you know, even in between some of the suspense moments, it felt more tense. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I was like really more on the edge of my seat, and I've seen this movie a bunch, dozens and dozens and dozens of times over the years. And you know, have you, lo- have you lost count? I have lost count. I can I can say it's easily over fifty, sixty times, easily. Wow. Maybe may, maybe even double that. Sometimes I've yeah. sometimes I just put the movie on, even if I'm just doing something around the house or whatever. I just put the movie on, and and sometimes I just like the to hear it. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know? But, um... And, and, and it's the perfect movie to go back to. It's like you're going back to see the boys. You're going back to see some old friends. Yes. Yeah. I mean, the cast was great. I, You know, you really... I love the cast and the characters, you know? They spent... They spent a long time, um, on location, uh... Just kind of hanging around each other, trying to trying to build that closeness because they were studying their characters and the characters' backstories. I think they were on um, location in I think it was British Columbia, if I'm not mistaken. Um, the special features on on the Blu-ray uh, are awesome. I mean, like a couple hours worth of just behind the scenes, and you know, the actors are getting interviewed and they're talking about the stories of making the thing. Just it was just awesome, you know. And and again, the creature, when the creature was on screen, it just felt more real. It felt tangible. Yeah, yeah, intangible. It it, it, it felt nasty. It felt yes. like foreign and unknown. Yes, yes. And I mean that that scene with um, when the head separated from the body of uh, um, Norris. And the the spider head, the spider head. It's like, how did they do that? <laughs> you, you know what gets me the most about that scene man, is like every time when I see that, and and I know it's coming. I just love that the 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 actor had exactly the the <laughs> the uh, expression and the verbiage I would use. I mean, he sees it, and he sees it like walking out of the door, and he's like, "What the." <laughs> right, right, right. I mean, just perfect timing. Yeah, I mean, and and you look at that that effect. I mean, there's a whole bunch of them in the movie that are amazing, but that one in particular that we're talking about, it's like, how did they do that? It's just crazy. And you know, Rob Robo Teen, who did the, um, you know, the creature designs and the effects and so forth. I mean, he was working, you know endless amount of hours he worked so much on the production of this movie he actually had to be hospitalized when they were finished shooting 
you know, because he had worked so hard. And you can you can tell is kind of where I'm where I'm getting with that. You could really tell that there was a lot of effort made into this movie. And unfortunately, uh, one of the last things I wanted to mention was when it came out into theaters, it was a dud. It yeah. it didn't do well at all, you know. I mean, and it's and it's interesting because you know it came out in, in 1982, which which to me is one of the greatest years of movies, um, and nothing could withstand you know the 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 the, the champion alien of, of of the summer, which was E. T. Um, yeah. Every every movie, f- huh? Well, see, you know, John Carpenter just needed the thing to you know sell more Reese's. <laughs> right <laughs> yeah but i mean it, you know it didn't it didn't do well at all um et kind of obliterated all the movies around it and there were other great movies out there too there's so many movies you had rocky 3 you had star trek 2 the wrath of Khan, which which is the greatest star trek movie by the way i mean we'll get into that at some other point um <laughs> but but you know, you had Poltergeist, you had all these great movies, and it was a dud. It didn't do well at all. I, I don't think people were ready for for it, as far as a depiction of an alien like that. And you know, it was slimy and gross and dark. The ending was bleak. You know, you know. Yeah, I just don't think commercially people were ready for that. But the interesting thing is that now, years later, it's become. A legendary cult classic. I think people found their connection to it on VHS and home media and stuff like that. And I, I mean, and that's how we found it when we were younger. You know, we we watched it on VHS or whatever. And it's funny because now that movie stands as tall as the the box office champions of that year, like an ET or like a Poltergeist. You know. And it's just funny how that is. And, 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 and unlike those, and, you know, maybe this, this might be a, a dig at those, um, they, they've aged better, in my opinion. Yeah. You know, because the thing to me is the perfect bottleneck film. Yeah. You know, where you have, you know, these protagonists, and, and then you have an antagonist, and they're all trapped in the same, like, location. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Now, w- with that being said, too, do you have any 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 issues with the movie or anything that you would you would change or? Well, you, you know, I, I I was literally about to ask you the same thing because I know you know you've seen this movie like fifty, you know, sixty, seven hundred thousand times, <laughs> and to me, as far as a genre movie. Um, a genre movie with like you know sci-fi elements and horror elements I you know if I was to give it a score you know 10 being the highest I would have to give it high 9 because I feel you know nothing's perfect but it's really hard for me to sit here and, and think of pros and cons and the pros I have so many but as far as cons I can't come up with any yeah, and I, I I look to you to to tell me like because you know like I said you've seen it more than me and uh, you know do you do you see any cons with it and what score would you give? It? Well, I don't. I mean, obviously, I don't know. You know, I can't say that that it's a 
perfect movie. I mean, there's not really too much that's you know could be considered perfect. You know, so I'd probably say it's a you know a nine and a half out of ten. But I mean, if I had to say anything about the movie, maybe just you know like at the end when Wilford Brimley was 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 absorbed into the thing, we knew we knew who who was the thing and who was, or at least we thought we did, you know, and Kurt Russell and uh, the last couple survivors had to face off with it. Maybe if that went on for, you know, maybe an, another 10 minutes just to kind of give us give us some more of, of that part of it, you know, that I think would have been kind of nice. And I probably say that more so just because I loved the character so much I didn't want it to end, you know? Right. Um, yeah. So maybe having the, the the final you know final third of the the last act maybe have that go on just a little bit longer but I mean that's just a small small little nitpick and and you know to be quite honest if I had a had a chance to see you know that wish beside how it came out on its own originally I probably would would I probably would say no we didn't need any more time on it. Right, right. You know, I I also feel sometimes when they prolong movies, you know, they prolong the suspense and the intensity of it, you know, my dopamine levels start to balance out and then I'm just like, okay, you know, I'm not really on the edge of my seat anymore. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, well, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm with you there on that that nitpick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, it's, it's pretty much got all the all the T's crossed and all the I's the eyes dotted, you know, it's like it's it's a good movie, man. But like I said, that was what we were waiting for in that double feature and, and it was worth it, man. I mean it was it was it was just fun watching it, so Oh yeah, was, that, that was that was definitely the main course, you know. Yeah. Although the prequel was not bad. Right. But it is nowhere near the uh, original. Yeah, yeah. If I was to give the prequel uh, a rating I would say that's probably an, an eight. 8 out of 10. You know, I would say high 7. Yeah. Only because of the, the, the uh, special effects. Yeah, you know, yeah. For me, that drags it down a little Yeah, bit. yeah. Good point, man. Good point. Well, like I said, man, um, you know, that was your idea to do it as a double feature. So, um, hey, good looking out as always. And um, we'll have to think of something else for a double feature and uh, then have a discussion about it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. This was, uh, this was fun. Yeah, man. Cool. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to talk about it. Um, we had tried to set, set this up for a little while to talk about it. And, um, you know, we finally got it. So um, that's about all for me, man. You got anything else? Uh, no, no. That's, that's, that's not everything. Cool, cool. Well, we'll get ready to end this episode here. Um, if if you guys have anything to comment, leave a comment, a like, and a subscribe. And um, this is Knight, my brother Killian. We'll catch you guys later. Knight, watch out. Peace. Peace.